give a little sikum, a little summary. You know, we said that uh, by Hashem, Hashem has all the cover in the world. And the Pasuk says, by Kim Haster Davar, that the greatest cover of Hashem is there's an aspect of him that's hidden. But what we said for us, we said for us is there's also an aspect of us that is hidden, which means that there's an aspect that's unique by every single person. There's an aspect that's unique by every single person, and that's where a person's covered comes from. Because all the jealousy comes from, like, why is my Mida not like those persons? So why is my you know, life not like that person's life? That's where all the jealousy comes from. It comes from everything that's bachutz, that's external, that's out in the world. That's the only thing that people are jealous. But when something's a little more hurt, there's nothing to be jealous about. But it's also that's where the self-respect comes from. It's, okay, I know that what I that I have what to offer the world. I know that I have what to offer the world. And then once a person is mamayit, we said it's mamayit is kavod. He says, look. My self-respect is going to come from just my honesty with myself and just knowing where I stand. Then it's Marbakavot Shemayim, which is just, it's creating that beautiful relationship between us and Hashem, that true, intimate relationship. And that's what Tshuva is. Tshuva is just being open and honest with Hashem and just through its continuous relationship. It's not only when we do something wrong. It's not only if like we really need Hashem. That moment Tshuva is continuous and it's constant. And again, once we kind of say we're going to do away with our external covenant, and we're just going to start to respect ourselves for who we are and just like develop an honesty with ourselves. And at that moment, we start to be Marbakot Shemayim and we start to really develop that, you know, that deep, intimate relationship with Hashem, which is Nister, which is hidden. Every single person's relationship with Hashem, you can't explain. You can't, that's the, the very beginning of Sifu Saran. You can't explain the relationship you have with Hashem. <clears throat> so Torah Gimel, sorry, so Oz Gimel says, A person constantly needs to hold on to this trait of tshuva. Like we just said, the tshuva is constant. Because who's ever going to say, okay, I'm done. I did all the tshuva I needed to, my relationship is done. Let's move on. Like I'm putter, I'm exempt, I'm finished. Who could ever say that? Like, you know, I'm zocha. I'm zocha. I did everything I needed to in Olam Hazar. Who could say that? Alright, I'm totally pure from any sins. Whatever person says that I sinned, whether it be by accident or a little bit on purpose, or if someone actually just did something completely against Hashem, a person can't say fully, okay, my truth is done. My truth is done. It's the same thing with any relationship that when a person's in like a real relationship with someone, it could be a spouse, it could be friendship, it could be siblings. If you mess up a little bit, and then you say to the person, you know, like, okay, I'm sorry, I did that. And then they come back to you later and they say, you know, actually that like, was actually very offensive. And then once you see how offensive it was, you're like, oh my gosh, now I'm actually really sorry. You said sorry that first time, it was a real apology. It was real. But the second time, like, the apology, it made the first one seem a little... No, not so real. This happens all the time in school. It's like a small example. Like kids just do poorly on a test. And they're like, I'm sorry, could I just, you know, can we just like let this one slide? And like, can I just do corrections? And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then like when it comes time for their final grades and like says like what they're destined to get, it's usually there's like, whatever, you give them more points if they're, if you don't, 
whatever. They have like little things they do. But then when a kid sees right before he's about to get that five, he's oh my God, now I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Actually, there's a parent this past week. The kid's been like messing around. <laughs> messing around for like a lot of the, a lot of the semester. And every time, like, hey, like, I'm just, like, trying to help him get, like, a better grade. And he has, like, he has, like, like, 40s. And his parent emailed me, like, like, school year's done. They're like, hey, like, I'm really sorry if we figure this out. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do with this for. Like, the school year's literally done. But the apologies intensify once things become more real. Like, once, once something becomes much more real, like, literally, school year's done. It's like, oh, my gosh, now we need to figure this out. We need to figure out the situation. So also with Hashem, it's like we could say, Hashem, okay, I'm so sorry that the relationship was a little rocky over the past couple of days. But then once things are good again, then we start to like really, things start to settle and like we start to feel much more, okay, I'm really actually very sorry. It's just this added level of tshuva. V'zehu, in the parentheses, mi yomer you can say, I'm totally pure. Like, you know, my relationship's perfect. Who could say that? I'm completely pure from any ulterior motive or any aspect other than just focusing on the relationship. Who could say that they're just completely focused on the relationship with Hashem? A people with Shashom, because even when a person says, A person, or now it's almost funny. A person saying, when a person does tshuva, it's like, okay, now I'm exempt because I did the mitzvah of tshuva. They look at tshuva like a mitzvah. Like Yom Kippur is a mitzvah. Let's just get Yom Kippur done with it. Okay, it's going to be sunset to sunset, and then Yom Kippur is done, and I can finally move on. Like, with the exception of the Spartan, maybe, she could attest to this, no one looks forward to sleep this. Everyone's just like, how can I get through this? How can I get through this? Like, yeah, it's always funny, because you know, the first, like, night of sleep was when everyone, like, stays up till 12.56. We know exactly what time, because everyone's, like, waiting for that time, and then they have, like, the 10 o'clock sleepless minion, and they're going to bed by 10.30. Everyone's jealous. Everyone's very jealous. So you just want to be pushed from the chuba. So Nachman's saying over here. He's saying, But at that moment also, a person's not they're not exempt from the chuba. Chuba is this continuous relationship. A person needs to do chuba. On the first time they did the chuba, he's like, look. Back then, I know that I gave you an apology, but that wasn't—it wasn't real. It wasn't—it wasn't as genuine as it could have been. I know. That's what the, the Navi Yishai says: that a person can honor one with their with their mouth. Right? Because through tshuva, a person can But ultimately, the pasuk says that a person's heart is not necessarily always in the tshuva that they're doing. Our heart's not always in the relationship. So again, we said last week that the way to be zoha, the true kavod shemaim, the true kavod, the true honor, the true self-respect is through tshuva, through honesty. But a lot of time, when we come to Hashem and we say, this is where I'm holding, and then the next day we were like, you know, actually I'm not holding at that place. And we have a new conversation with Hashem. We say, look, let me, let's try to figure out the relationship. It's literally like a husband and a wife. The relationship is evolving and changing and moving every single day. It's, it's the relationship that a person has at work. It's evolving and moving every single day. That's what work is. 
the work never ends. The relationship with the spouse never ends. The relationship with Hashem never ends. So a person, when they're doing chuba and where they're coming to Hashem and saying, I'm being open and honest right now, it's not that they lied yesterday. It's like, no, no, like, I realize things changed. We need to, we need to work things out again. We need to figure out a different, a different program right now. So we have to realize, okay, let me do chuba. Let me come back to you. And let's just have another open, honest conversation. And through that, that's how we gain self-respect because we're just being open and honest and we're able to self-evaluate. Self-evaluation, it's constantly changing. We constantly need different things. I mean, every single person, you could look at your Shana Aleph self and you're like, what was, everyone's like, what was I thinking Shana Aleph? No one is in the same place at this point. But if they are, then I don't know what they're doing in life. <laughs> no one's at the same place. It's, you can't be, it's impossible. But I feel even if a person says, no, I literally had a very good, open, honest conversation. Yes, I did full tshuva. You still need to go back and say, let's just like take a look and just make sure that you did, you know, you worked everything out with Hashem. Because originally when a person does tshuva, he does it based on his perception of the world at that moment. But then, after he does tshuva, if a person has, does his photodos, or a person has an open relationship, an open conversation with Hashem in a real way, and they're open with themselves in a real way, as they're speaking, they're like, they start to realize more and more things about themselves, about their relationship. It's just, it becomes more, it becomes deeper, and it intensifies in the most positive way. So based on what he sees now and what he realizes now, it's as if the tshuva that he did, Malhum says it's gashmas, meaning it's physical. It's it's almost like inanimate. That tshuva that I did, it's it was almost a lifeless type of tshuva. I can look back and be like, what was I thinking? What was I thinking at that moment? Like it's almost embarrassing. Like I thought that was like an open, honest, real relationship. It's it's just the involvement that we have. We just constantly evolve as people. Our relationships evolve. Our relationship with Hashem's evolve. It's also just you can see in your own lives. I'm sure that I mean I know for myself that there are many times that I can look back. There were different moments in my life where I was into learning this type of safer, or I was into learning this type of Torah and I was into learning only Gemara or only Nach, or only Halacha. And then like things switched around. I was into learning only Maharal, or only Ramchal, or only... Things switch around, and it doesn't mean like, why was I only learning Maharal, and I had no idea like what Rabbi Nachman would offer me at this moment. It doesn't work like that. It's at that moment I needed that, and then at this moment I need something completely different. And the moments work with each other. They build off each other, and I could take the moments from before. They, they affect us in a very real way. It's not to look back on the things in our life, in our past, and to say, I'm embarrassed of those things. There's an aspect of, you know, being embarrassed of things that we did. You know, things that people did in high school. There's something that's embarrassing about it, but there's also something that very much shaped the way that we are. And we can look back, and the Kluger speaks about this extensively. And Yisrael Bechiri, he says that, the ultimate truth is when we're open and honest and saying those moments in my past, I'm, a, I'm embarrassed by those moments, but now I can also be thankful and see how Hashem guided me to be at this point where I am right now. 
And it's taking those moments in the past, and that's when our avonas, that's what it means when avonas, nasis, chus, that our sins become zechus, because now it's a huge zechus for us. Because that gave me the insight, that gave me the ability to be who I am right now. And that's what tshuva al hachuva is. That's sort of Nachman's saying right here, that we do tshuva, we just say, look, the tshuva that I did before was a little lifeless, but I'm taking all those moments with me, I'm bringing it to right here where I am in the world right now. That's sort of Nachman's saying. That's what tshuva al hachuva is. It's just the constant involvement of the relationship. And that's Olam Haba. That's living in Olam Haba, wired in Olam Haba. Zebekinus Olam Haba. Shukul Shabbos, that Shabbos, that we're able to finally have a manuha. We're able to be at peace with ourselves because what's the worst thing in the world? The worst, worst thing in the world is when a person realizes that they hit their peak and they're still not whole and they still don't feel complete. They don't feel shabbat. They have no shlamas in their life. I was speaking to a friend. This was like a few years ago. They said that they were in Eretzisrael and they were they were at they were they were staying somewhere for Shabbos and they were you know, looking at like the apartments in the area that they were staying for Shabbos. And they were at one of their rabbis' house and they said, Wow, like how nice would it be? Like marry your own Ancestral, live in one of these apartments, like teaching Yeshiva and or it's not teaching Yeshiva, so like you know, like learning Kola for a year, you know, people that go back for a year to Ancestral. It's like how like how amazing would that be? And then he ended up getting married. No one answered himself for a year, living in like that exact apartment complex. And I remember he called me and he said he never felt at a lower point in his life. Because he thought that was like his chuva. That was his chuva moment. He thought that's where he reached his potential. That's where he reached his entire just pinnacle of life. And then he felt the most broken. So I'm not saying that chuva is there's two aspects to this. Number one. We need to be open and honest in the moment we're at. We need to like believe, like Hashem, like I'm doing tshuva and I'm being as open and honest as possible. But I also need to know things might change tomorrow, not in a very stable way. And that's true manucha. That's olam haba. That Shabbos manucha is being able to be at peace with ourselves. How are we at peace when we know that in olam haza we, we just won't be at peace? That's just not the nature of olam haza. So I'm not saying that olam haba, the bechin of Shabbos, right, the world of Shabbos. Kulo Chuba. It's the world of Chuba, just being open and honest and being able to say, look, right now, I'm being as open and honest as possible, but things might also change. And that gives a real sense of manufa because when something changes, it's like, no, but I knew this was gonna happen. I didn't know how. I knew it was gonna happen. Right? Vav and then Shin Bez Saf, that's Osio Shabbos. Vishavta and Shabbos, it's the same osios, in the same letters, right? And like the Chernovitzer says in Sirishal Shabbos, that the osios of Shabbos are Shin is Shabbos, Bez is Bo, Saf is Tashuv, is a Shabbos is the time that we do Tshuva. There's a very strong connection between Shabbos and Tshuva because Tshuva is, it's just coming, it's coming to peace with ourselves. It's returning to ourselves, in our relationship with Hashem. That's what Tshuva is. Tshuva is Kulo Shabbos, Veshavta Hashem Lukafa, Kikor Olam Habo it's just being at peace and being one with Hashem. Having that relationship with Hashem. And like it says in Yirmiya Navi, right, that all, everyone's going to know me. Everyone's going to know me. From the smallest people to the big, everyone's going to know me. That's the ultimate tshuva. When the world, the world is literally going to come to this world of tshuva. And the Elif Hashvi, the Ramchal speaks of this Elif Hashvi. But there's the year 6,000, the year 7,000 is 
that's the, that's the time of where there's going to be the tchiyah, and that's the time of, you know, it's going to be the ultimate tshuva process, the seventh year, the seven thousandth year. That's tshuva, that's Shabbos. Nimsa b'cholei sheyasigo asog that every single moment that we recognize another moment with Hashem, azayasu tshuva l'asog rishona. that is another aspect of tshuva, it's another aspect of tshuva. That's what Chazal tells us. That anyone who completely shafts his yitzhahara, that's considered tshuva. We say our yitzhahara. Sorry, we say our yitzhahara. Look, I'm not listening to you anymore. Because the yitzhahara is always trying to tell us, like, this is what your relation with Hashem is like. It's bad. It's pointing at all the negative things. This is what, you know, the world doesn't need you. All the things it's telling us, it's trying to take away our cover. Right? We say, Kol Kimhaster Dava. There's something about Hashem that's very, very unique. There's something about us that's also unique. It's our tries to take that away from us. Bechinas Dom La Hashem, like we said, Bechinas Eki, Bechinas Kasi, Bechinas Kava, Bechinas Kalael, Umizvada Allah. Right? What does a person do? He needs to do Vido and Hashemizvada Al Zvichas Yitzra. That when a person completely gets rid of his Yitzhara, he needs to do Vido on that. When a person says, look, I completely got rid of my Yitzhahara, so they need to say, okay, but I'm going to need this to get tomorrow. Right? Like, today was a big win, but tomorrow the Yitzhahara is going back. It's that idea that we were just saying before, that it's when a person thinks to themselves, you know, they're struggling with something, and they think, okay, I completely got rid of this Yidah, the worst, worst thing is, like, when it comes back, and, like, when someone's struggling with, you know, alcohol, etc., anything that they're struggling with, then the hardest thing is when a person is well, like, I finally beat this, and then it comes back, and they're done. They're done. They're completely done. But if a person knows, okay, like, I, I won this battle right now. I won this battle, and it might come back tomorrow. So if it comes back a little bit, so okay, no, but this is the battle. I knew this, like, I assume this might happen at some point. I assume it might happen. That's why I think it's so beautiful that people who are alcoholic they're counting out like years out the last time they had alcohol it's such a big like machaya to be able to say like no like to still be counting because this, the moment a person stops counting then that's themselves saying okay i'm one i'm done with this and then if it comes back it comes back with a vengeance it never comes back like a little bit i know it's funny because i'm very skinny but i tried to eat healthy i had one little cinnamon bite before but there was a time where I like did not have like any cookies or any sugar or any anything during the week, anything. And I remember one time, I got back to my apartment, and I was like, I just, I just needed a double stuff Oreo. I just needed one double stuff Oreo. It was just one. And then I ate that one double stuff Oreo. I was like, why did I just do that? I'm done. I had a whole sleeve. I had like twelve double stuff Oreos. I'm like, I'm done, <laughs> because that's the thing. It's how it does. It makes you think. Okay, like, you either have to completely destroy me, it's like an all or nothing with the Yitzhahara. It's an all or nothing with Tshuva. We think we either, like, did full Tshuva with Hashem, or we do nothing. So Nachman's saying, no, no, no. There are these open, honest relationships. You do Tshuva, but you also say, but tomorrow I'm also going to have to do Tshuva. So that when it comes up, it's just, it's a small Tshuva. It's a small adjustment to the relationship. It's not this massive adjustment every single time. It's not like, okay, I did Tshuva, I'm done, because then when it comes back, 
it brings us to these feelings of yayish, and it brings us to these feelings of like just giving up hope and worthlessness. It's like, no. Every single day is a new battle, it's a new win. And that's Menuchah. So just say, okay, I, I won the battle today, and it might come up tomorrow, it might not, but if it does, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready for it. It's like we're giving kavod to Hashem in two worlds. What does that mean? What are these two olamo? What are these two worlds? So we're doing tshuva in olam haza. We're saying Hashem, I'm going to try my artist right now, open honest relationship, and then. Once a person has that open, honest relationship, there's Zohar to the world of Olam Haba. The world of Olam Haba is the world of Tshuva. Once, before you do Tshuva, you're in Olam Haza. Once you do Tshuva, you enter the world of Olam Haba. As we said, Tshuva is the world of Shabbos, the world of Menucha. So a person can enter the world of Shabbos and Olam Haba, and the world of Menucha, at any point during the week. At any point during the week. And Yom Yom Rishon L'Shabbos, Yom Shein L'Shabbos, we speak about Shabbos all week, remember Shabbos all week. We're reminding ourselves that we can be in the world of Shabbos all week. And that's what that's what tshuva is. When we do tshuva, and we say, Hashem, last time that I did tshuva, I just intensified the relationship this time. This is a more intense tshuva. That's the world of Olam Haba. It's the world of Menuch. It's the world of Shabbos. Or explains, what is this or that Navi Zahar is referring to? True Yakabolam Haze. So it's the, the or, the light that's so precious in this world. Yeah, Kafevakalam Haba. It's gonna be kind of closed in regards to Olam Haba. It's gonna be it's gonna cloud Olam Haba. Nimsabolam Haba. But what that means is Kishiskula Sagisirbaokuso. When a person really recognizes his relationship with Hashem. Then what ends up happening is they're going to say the tshuva that I did yesterday that's the tshuva Olam Haza. Olam Haza is gashness. It's this lifeless tshuva. This is a real tshuva now. And again with also that knowledge that tomorrow I'm also going to have to do tshuva because that, that gives us that menucha. That gives us the menucha. Because becomes gashem negative right? Because we just said that Olam Haza is like the gashmis. It's that lifeless aspect. So when a person does tshuva, they're giving cover to Hashem and Olam Haza and Olam Haba. Because when a person gets rid of the Yitzhah, that's the first tshuva. Right? But because they need to know, because this might come up again. And that's where the menucha comes from. That recognition that I'm gonna need it, I might need to do tshuva again. I might need to be open and honest and kind of pivot in the relationship. That's the cover of Olam Haza because it's constantly changing. And then when a person says, okay, I might need to do another tshuva, and then when they do another tshuva, the second one, when they pivot in the relationship, then they enter that world of Menucha because they said, wow, I knew that I was going to have to adjust in the relationship. I did it, and I, I did it beautifully. That's Menucha. And then what I did with the original tshuva is, I made it into the world of Olam Haza, I made it a little lifeless, but again, we took all those moments with us, and we entered then into the relationship with Hashem. 
So that first tshuva that we did, it became like a little cloud in regards to that second tshuva that really is taking us to that world of Olamaba. That second tshuva brings us to the world of, of Nucha. We'll finish up this little paragraph and then we'll stop at Ozdawa. Mizesh Shomar Kaddish Baruch, Kaddish Baruch says, Eila Sisi Vechrashti. So it says, Dadamel says, These you did, and I was silent. Dimisa. Heyos Ekya Kamocha. Says, I will be like you. So when a person is silent, and we said the ultimate self respect is when you did all the self evaluation, the person comes to you and they say something embarrassing. You're like, I know that already. I'm able to be silent in regards to that person. That's the world of Ekya. I'm going to be something different. I know I'm always evolving. Whatever you say is not going to affect me because it doesn't matter. I'm like too focused on the relationship. But when Hashem is quiet in regards to a person, it's not because of this world of tshuva. It's a little different when Hashem's a little quiet in Olam Hazitz because Hashem, especially with 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 people who are with our enemies, when Hashem's quiet in Olam Hazitz, and Mikamocha Ba'ilam Hashem, right? The Gemara says Mikamocha Ba'ilam Hashem. Who's who's going to be as quiet as Hashem? That Hashem's strength comes through his, his being quiet, because through him being quiet, he's just getting ready to punish all the people who have caused the Jews so much sar, so much pain. But Hashem's being quiet in Olam Haza when it comes to Jews, when it comes to Yidin. Hashem's doing it as the biggest tova. That's when Hashem's being Erechapayim. Hashem's saying, look, I need, to, I need to be quiet so that a person can actually have the time to recognize that things need to change in a relationship. And then, that is the ultimate tochacha that Hashem is giving us by being quiet. So Hashem being quiet is giving us the ability to do tshuva. So that's why it says by Hashem that He says, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a little tochacha and I'm going to set up you know, a little bit of what's been going on in front of their eyes. Meaning Hashem, when He's Erech time, He's quiet, it's giving us the ability to do tshuva. So next time we'll speak about how a person actually walks this path of tshuva in every single aspect. As we said, the relationship is always evolving, so we're going to speak about when it evolves, Latova in a good way, so how do we navigate the relationship and how do we capitalize on it? And when the relationship evolves, not so Latova, so it goes the other way. So how do we also navigate the relationship in that way? Because we're always with Hashem. So Nachman's going to say in Ozdal, and he's going to explain a lot of the rest of the Torah is going to be about how to actually navigate the relationship in Latova and Lara. And with Hashem, we'll just have that consistent relationship with Hashem, and we'll just do tshuva, al 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 tshuva